Okay, here we go. My name is Jeremiah Thomas. Uh, I'm sitting here with Philip Cease, actually not in our Grace Presbyterian audio booth. So if the, the sound quality is not as good, it's because we're not in our sound quality booth. Philip, we're in your basement. Yes, you are in my basement, which is also my office. Uh, using my hydro flask as a mic stand. Whoa, 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 whoa. We don't need to get into uh, how we have the audio booth set up. Okay, Philip? Uh, that's behind-the-scenes things that our listeners don't need to hear about. Uh, in all seriousness, this is the podcast series, Getting to Know Grace, uh, where we interview elders, uh, staff members, and, and leaders in ministry. And, and I'm sitting with Philip, who is a life group leader in the Forest Acres area. Philip, hello. Hello, Jeremiah. Uh, to get things rolling... Uh, maybe tell us how uh, you and your wife Ashley, how y'all came into Grace. Uh, well, my, I'm going to jump through some other questions. Uh, my wife and I met uh, at First Pres, where she worked, um, and then once she stopped working at First Pres, uh, we decided we wanted to come to Grace because we'd wanted to try out Grace since um, we heard there was a Sunday school starting, mm-hmm. but. Uh, it's it's tough to work at one church, um, and she worked in youth ministry, so it's tough to do youth ministry at one church and attend another. Um, and we came, I think it was about the time when Grace started meeting at Lonnie B, um, shortly after that. Okay. So I don't know, I'm terrible with dates, so I don't know how long right, ago it right, was, right, but right. that was about the time. Okay, cool. So, um, you know, from first prez to Grace, uh, that can be a transition uh, i mean you know we came the sunday school that's how you know that's the mother church but you know as y'all were worshiping at first pres and, and now you know coming into the uh, maybe a little bit different atmosphere uh, at grace you know still god glorifying both both churches but uh has that been uh, different for you uh as far as just worship style uh we i mean yeah i mean worship style is obviously different right but it right, wasn't right. A, a huge I guess change for me as far as, yeah. you know, adapting. And I, I don't think it was for Ashley either. Um, one thing that we liked about Grace uh, is the size. Hmm. Ashley grew up uh, in a small church and I grew up at Grace, but had attended small churches before. Um, you mean First Press? Yeah, sorry. Grew up at First Press and attended small churches before that. So yeah. the, the small church feel um, was definitely an attraction for both of us. Cool. Yeah. Um, speaking, speaking of the past, uh, you know, you, Y'all came from First Pres, which is uh, a common theme, I feel like, with, with uh, quite a few of our members, and so that, that fits well. But uh, maybe speak a little bit to your uh, testimony uh, through your life. I, you know, I, I know that you were in the church when you were younger, but uh, you know, maybe speak to how the Lord uh, saved you. Yeah, uh, I don't have a um, – well, I'm sure I do. I just don't know when it was a, a conversion moment. Right. Um, I know, I, you know I've been a, a Christian for as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't have a, a moment where I remember, uh, you know, realizing you know I am a sinner and I need uh, the Lord um, and Jesus's um, Jesus salvation uh, or Jesus for my salvation. Yeah. Um, so as far as you know, a conversion story, I don't have that. Um, you know, I've got you know certain memories with certain sermons that I heard or uh, when I'd go to summer camps, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Uh, right. But as far as a you know a moment i i don't have that mm-hmm. um you know, i grew up in the church i grew up uh actually when i was young in episcopal church um and then when my parents or when we moved to columbia started going to first pres and that was third or fourth grade so formative years were definitely uh at first press yeah um which was a huge blessing 
Um, and then I also went to Catholic school first through 12th grade. So that was kind of a, um, interesting dynamic. I enjoyed Catholic school. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, I mean, that's, it reminds me a lot, your testimony reminds me a lot of my wife, Rebecca's, where she doesn't also, you know, she also doesn't remember a moment where she didn't know the Lord, uh, that, you know, the confession was coming from her lips, uh, as soon as she could remember, uh, what a, what a blessing it is to see, you know, the family and the covenant child, uh, grow into the faith. It's just wonderful. Uh, so that's, that's cool. Um, I, I like that. Um, Speak a little bit. Now, these questions, you know these questions are coming. And yeah. So hopefully you've been thinking about them a little bit. But uh, you know, could you tell me a little bit about uh, your wife, Ashley? Uh, you know, you said you met at First Press, but uh, maybe go into some detail. Let me know uh, how you all met and, and uh, came to be. Yeah, so uh, Ashley went to Erskine, and I went to uh, USC. Where's Erskine? Uh, due West, South Carolina. Due West of what, Philip? Uh, I'm not sure that's the name of the town. That's not a direction. Due West, Philip, due West of what? Uh we could pull it up on a map real quick. Um, I've been there twice. Okay. Um, not drive right through it. Uh, so she went to Erskine. I went to Carolina. Okay. Um, and then right after we both graduated in 2009, right after she graduated, she came to work for first Prez as, um, the high school girls, um, youth director. Cool. And my roommate at the time, uh, was the middle school boys youth director. Um, so we met the day that Ashley came into town, um, huh. and you know, the relationship just kind of went from there. Um, we dated for probably a year and some change. Um, I know I wanted to marry her long before I proposed, but my job, I knew it was going to end, um, on a set date. So I wanted to wait till I had something else lined up before I proposed. Mm-hmm. So we dated for a little over a year, um, proposed the Saturday after Valentine's Day, kind of shook things up. <laughs> and then um, we got married in September of 2011. So we've been married for, it's all, it'll be five years this year. Um, so anyway, that's, you know, that's kind of how we met. It was nice um, having her as an employee of First Pres because if you're working for a church, especially in ARP, there's a lot of uh, interviews and committees and that kind of mm-hmm. thing that meet. So I really didn't have to... Um, worry a whole lot about what she believed uh, because I knew if she was working at first press, then yeah. you know, her, her theology had already been uh, pretty well vetted. Um, so that was a nice little bonus. You know, uh, the bonuses are nice. Yes. Ashley is listening to this as well. I'm sure she will. Well, she's not here. Uh, <laughs> she's not standing over me uh, with a stick. <laughs> are you sure? I'm, I'm, I, I, she should be at work. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, just to let you know, Philip and I have known each other uh, since I came into town, uh, and so our friendship runs deep. And sometimes, Jeremiah, why don't you tell the uh, the audience a little bit about our friendship? Uh, the tides seem to have turned on us, ladies and gentlemen. I I am now the interviewee somehow. Uh, let's not get into this now, Philip. Um, moving on, you're a life group leader. You weren't a life group leader last year, right? Uh, you know when Kelly McCormick, who is the elder, who has kind of had this responsibility of life group leadership, things like that, uh-huh. kind of coordinating these things. When it came to you, what were your thoughts? I mean, how did, how did you feel about it? You know, what, what was going through your mind when he started to ask you about maybe potentially leading the life group? Well, we were in the McCormick life group right. last year. Okay. Um, and when he was out of town, I would fill in sometimes. Um, 
So I, I wasn't nervous about it, but you know, filling in's a lot different than leading. Um, so yeah, I, there's, we had to do training over the summer and mm-hmm. then I was approached after that. So yeah, I felt more comfortable having had the training. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was, you know, it wasn't a, a huge surprise, not from a, a vanity standpoint, but right. yeah, it wasn't, wasn't a huge leap. Mm-hmm. Just kind of natural. Um, right. Cool. Uh, you know, in that, you mentioned the life group leader leadership training uh, over the summer, which I, I also attended and found very helpful and formative in, in just kind of purely defining life groups, you know, learning that, yes, we do have a life group meeting on Sunday night and that is integral and important. And yet, you know, life groups run a lot deeper than that. Uh, this Monday through Saturday living life together. And that can be difficult for us, especially, uh, you know, in the South, in America, where the B word busyness can sometimes seep in, in negative ways instead of positive ways. Uh, was that, was that something new to you? And, and how did you feel about that definition? And, you know, how, how is that going now? Um, moving into your life group. Yeah. Uh, and not to dwell on the past, but the McCormick's life group was, um, I felt like it kind of happened organically Mm -hmm. uh, because we had a lot of, I mean, that life group had been around for a while. Right. Um, it had not, uh, it, it did, uh, grow to the point where they had to, um, multiply, multiply. (laughs) I knew the split word was not the word. It it grew to the point where I had to multiply. So we had been a life group for a while. Right. Uh, the, the life group that I lead now is, uh, you know, we've got two, two new families, uh, and, and some new, some people who were not in the life group previously. Right. Right. Uh, two new families to grace. Um, and then, you know, uh, some, some other singles that are new to grace as well. Um, so it's not a, um, the group wasn't as close as it was kind of starting over, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, so that's, it's tough to, uh, force isn't the right word, but it's tough to have that relationship right mm-hmm. off the bat. But I think it, we're growing closer. Um, the one thing and it is just tough because of the busyness, um, is just, you know, throughout the week. Yeah. Um, seeing mm-hmm. each other going to games or plays or, you know, concerts or whatever, right. Whatever it might be. Yeah. And, and, you know, I guess, kids are the easy thing to focus on, but you're just hanging out with the other, Mm -hmm. um, you know, individuals Mm -hmm. going to get lunch or or something like that. Right. And you know, you, you mentioned something that I think is, I think is important for, for everyone to hear with life groups. And, and I think, you know, just from my perspective, seeing y'all's life group, you, you probably have, and everyone in your life group would have this perspective with the newness of your life group. Uh, like you said, new families, you know, there's just a, to grace that is. And Mm -hmm. so with this life group, uh, there's just a lot of newness and, and by newness, sometimes that means, uh, like trying to figure out this whole life group thing and it can be difficult and, and, you know, it's, it's hard trudging through it, but you know, standing here now, would you consider even these baby steps of growth and fellowship? Uh, I mean, is that, has that been positive still, even through the, the toughness of, uh, of that growth? Yeah. I mean, I, and I wouldn't say that the growth has been tough per se. I mean, life groups, are one of those things where, Everybody has to give. Yeah. Um, it's not really a, a something where you can just go in and take. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's in order to live life with other people, I mean, you have to be vulnerable. You have to, you know, want to be there. And mm-hmm. you, know, you get a lot out of it, but you also have to put into it. Yeah. Um, and that can't, that's not easy sometimes. Right. No, it's yeah. not. I mean, being vulnerable is very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, you know, sharing tough things is 
it's just it's not fun. Yeah, uh, I don't think anybody really uh, enjoys that. The benefits are definitely mm-hmm. there, but um, that initial right. first step is tough for sure. Um, so anyway, uh, I mean, baby steps. Yeah, it's it's definitely uh, trending in the right direction. Yeah, um, that's cool. It, yeah, it's, I mean, you're not going to get there overnight for it to be real, actual right. Uh, living, you know, living I mean, life I, and I, I mean, I appreciate the way you say that because, you know, a lot of times in our instant gratification culture, we can accidentally let that seep into the church and, and we can forget that, you know, even Christ says this in the scriptures, we're on a path, we're going, you no. know, the narrow road is a road, you know, we're going through a gate on a road, uh, you know, in Hebrews, we see things like running the race with endurance, you know, why would we need endurance if it just happens immediately? And so to, to kind of hear you say these things, you know, it helps us to remember that, that this process of growth is, is continuing, you know, it's no. not just this like, oh, cool, we're, we went to life group, it was perfect because we shared everything about our life and so did everyone else and now, um, uh, uh, we're going home. So. Yeah, it's, it's definitely maintaining. You yeah. don't get there and then you've arrived. Yeah, um, hmm. it's a it's a continual, ongoing effort. Yeah, that's a power. I mean, that's powerful. Uh, I appreciate that insight. Um, you know, moving moving forward a little bit, Philip. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a, a curveball at you. I'm just kidding, ladies and gentlemen. I just wanted to see his face. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's a shame y'all couldn't see it. <laughs> Uh, I got pretty nervous. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, what would you have to say to Grace in general about life groups? Because I think you're in a unique position of attending life group and now becoming a life group leader, but you hadn't been a life group leader from the very beginning. You know, what has been the best thing for you in, in learning about life groups? Just because you've seen, you've seen it from so many different angles. I, until life group leader training. Yeah. That's a, should be an acronym for that. (laughs) Um, I thought life groups were the meeting on Sundays and you addressed this in your weekly email. Um, this week. So for those of you listening, it'd be last week's email. Um, that life groups are not the meeting on Sundays. It's the group of people. Yeah. Um, and I think that kind of really changes your perspective or should change your perspective on what life groups are because it's not a meeting. It's a group of people. Um, Hmm. so, you know, life groups aren't just on Sundays. It should be a ongoing thing throughout the week. And I'm fall far short of what, you know, a life group leader should be doing. We all do. Right. But you know, it's, Following up with people about appointments or prayer requests right. or, um, you know. Whatever it may be. Right. Living, li- you know, sporting events or just hanging out. I mean, For it sure. doesn't have to be uh, a Something lot of, intense. Yeah, yeah, intense or a lot of time. But just, you know, following up with somebody. Hmm. Um, is is a big deal. And that goes for the members as well as the life group leaders. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I... I agree wholeheartedly with what you're saying about life group and the definition. You know, it's it, when I came into the church, uh, I mean, I was in, we entered in via the McCormick life group because y'all invited us to that. And, you know, we were participating in this fellowship and it confused me so badly when life group meetings were canceled for the summer because the meetings, that's just how we do. We changed the pace a little bit, yeah. but, but life groups weren't canceled. However, I didn't realize the definition and thought that life groups were just canceled because I didn't realize that it was a group of people. I thought it was the meeting. And uh, it changes everything when you realize, yes, the meeting is integral and it's a moment of time when we can all come together. And yet 
that's actually not life group. Um, no. So powerful. I mean, I, I still remember clearly, uh, you know, being so upset. I'm sure that Kelly, if he's listening in, can remember that as well. Because uh, I think anybody that was there remembers that. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. It was, uh, yeah. And that, it, it's an easy mistake to make if you're not paying attention or haven't been told. Right. And, and you know, sometimes it feels like I'm being a little semantic or, you know, and I, I've heard you say this in the past as well, you know, life group meetings are on Sunday and then life groups, you know, but making these distinctions, I think moving forward will help us, uh, and just kind of establishing this vision. Yeah. It's just like the church. The church isn't on Sunday, right? Like church is on Sunday, but the, the church, church yeah. isn't just on Sunday. So interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, to end us out, Philip, I've really enjoyed this conversation with you. Um, I'll ask you the same question that I've asked every single person. Uh, what do you have to say to grace uh, our congregation you know, from your point of view as a life group leader, as a member of the church, you know, moving forward, uh, it could be this week, it could be this month. You might have this year in mind. You might have the next 10 years in mind. What, what would you like to tell grace uh, as a fellowship uh, in moving forward? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> obviously ladies and gentlemen he did not prepare for this question which will make it just that more genuine yeah uh i mean i think it was brandon that said this in his podcast but it was about the church building itself that you know i'm i'm excited about the church building yeah. and it, it's going to be a good thing but we and i i haven't seen this but i think we need to be very careful about this i haven't uh that that church building isn't going to be the church it's not going to fix problems i mean the Hmm. You know, that will be a meeting place that will be our space. Yeah. Uh, we won't have to, you know, rent space from Lonnie B and you know, we'll have a central location. Um, but that's not the, uh, the end all be all of the hmm. church. Hmm. That's, I mean, that's a powerful statement too. And I think that it's one that we should take to heart in this season of our life. And, and so thank you for sharing that because it's, it's easy to, it's easy to think that, right? Uh, once we get to church, everything will be okay. Yeah. Not to say that things are just horribly wrong right now. But no, I mean, nothing. Any, it, anything that you think of, you know, it's like, oh, the church will answer it. It'll but, definitely make things easier yeah. when you're, you know, telling people where you go. Oh, where do you meet in a elementary school cafeteria? Like that's, right. you know, that throws some people for a loop. Um, but at the same point, you know, it's, it's not going to, it doesn't make us more, any more or less of a church. Hmm. That's a good statement to end on. Philip, thank you for the time. Um, hope you have a good rest of the day. Yeah, thank you, Jeremiah. Talk to you soon.